15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. This is a semi-weekly progressive political and uh, atheist-filled podcast based in the state where a restaurant can be judged solely on bread quality. Not lying there. I have people in my family that love going to certain restaurants because the bread's good. Like the Olive Garden. That's right, this is Utah. Uh, This is episode number 106, and if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. So let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your host, X, and joining me this week on the episode is Felicia and Twizzle, currently unable to speak through some weird mic malfunction she's got going on. Uh, We've got a wonderful episode lined up for you guys to enjoy. Before we we get started in earnest, I wanted to remind everyone that if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, we're available through the text and voicemail line, which is 347-669-3377. You can hit us on email, mailbag at utahoutcast.com or just about anywhere social media is Utah Outcasts. I answer on Twitter and Facebook all the time. Not so much as Insta and all those other things. I don't use Pinterest that much. But anyway, we're going to move into our first headline for the week. And uh, But first, I wanted to give one of my friends a shout out. So here we go. Do you know where Saskatchewan is? Probably not. It's in Canada. If you do, you might know a city named Regina. In Regina, there's a studio. And in that studio, there are, at least once a month, a bunch of skeptical atheist geeks and goofballs who get together to do a podcast. We are the Brainstorm Crew, and we're trying to help spread a bit of reason and critical thinking while still having fun. Never taking things too seriously, but still not accepting everything we're told, we go through different topics, exploring them in depth, and often disagreeing. We try to stick to provable facts, and we never trust a myth. That's why we say we're woo-free since 2013. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker under Brainstorm. Or check out our website, brainstormblog.net. I can't promise you'll always agree with us, but I can promise you'll have fun listening to us. A Republican congressman from Oklahoma. Yay, Oklahoma. I swear we're getting... Oklahoma is (laughs) terrible. Yeah, it's a shitty state. Recently said in an interview... That soldiers who don't want to deploy uh, will pretend to be transgender in an attempt to avoid combat duty. And he also Um, says that openness (laughs) about gender issues will hinder readiness within the military. So we're talking about U.S. Representative Steve Russell, who is a former soldier. Go ahead. I just did, like, did he watch M.A.S.H.? Is that is that his point of reference for this? 
Because I, th- I, I mean, I feel like he saw one episode and then he <laughs> oh, thought Klinger. it worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, he thought it worked out for Clinker. He thought it worked out for him. Like he's like, yeah, that guy definitely got sent home. That coward. Like, <laughs> like, and the, if, if he was watching Mash, he didn't watch it very closely because no, Colonel, exactly. Colonel Blake and Colonel Potter didn't have fuck all to do with that craziness. Like. Even him trying to eat a Jeep <laughs> bit by bit didn't fucking work for Klinger. So, <laughs> yeah, I watched that show a little bit too much growing up. Oh, Gosh, let's see. Great. It was a great show. Uh, anyway, so Steve Russell, a former soldier who says that he commanded a thousand soldiers in a task force in Iraq. You didn't command a thousand. You commanded people that commanded those thousand. <laughs> so. Uh, he began this interview by saying that the new trans regulations, which uh, were imposed by the Obama administration, imposed by the Obama administration, oh. uh, which actually have been put on delay thanks to the fucking Trump administration, jackasses. Uh, anyway, so uh, we're too confusing in air quotes for here for commanders. He was being questioned by Tony Perkins. Yay, we know all about Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council, who I keep having Twitter wars with. and. He doesn't take the bait ever. I'm sad. Fucking fight me. <laughs> fight me, Tony. <laughs> come on. Come on. Uh, and this is his quote here. He says, these training vignettes uh, that they have and the proposed training policies are very, very problematic on moral conscience. This is a concern for uh, all Americans, Tony, because our taxes are being asked to be used not only to further this, but to also do surgeries, medical treatments, and transitioning protocols. It's called medical care, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not something um, that they're... Uh, uh, transition. They don't like medical care for women. They don't like medical care for women. Mm. They don't like medical care for cis women, and they certainly don't like medical care for trans women. I, I find and it... you know that's what they're thinking of. I know that there are females who need to transition to male. I know that's a thing. I know. But you you know this asshole is only thinking about boys and yeah and he's probably also break thinking of the whole how are they gonna do that to a perfectly good penis and they're like it, it's like it, it's not about your dick it's not about yours man like there's a lot of guys and included in a lot of people that are in the cis culture and that even even the allies they i wouldn't say they have a problem with the the thought of the surgery happening you know the the uh gender what the hell is it the gender affirmation gender surgery Affirmation. affirmation you're right yeah and so yeah. <clears throat> when they when they start looking i i look at this stuff because i've always been medically minded i've always loved looking at procedures i i watch like the dr pimple popper kind of videos because it's like i'm fascinated that the human body does shit like that and then when i'm when i watch these videos on how something like this happens where they make a penis into a vagina kind of thing and i watch these stories of people going through that i'm like that's amazing. That's fascinating. But nope, not these guys. Tony Perkins and Steve Russell are probably like doing the whole crossing their hands over their junk and be like, oh, God. Ew. These guys probably don't neuter their dogs because they're like balls, right? Though? It, it makes him more it, it makes him more of a man. If you can't take away his manhood, it'd be like, it's a dog. <laughs> he doesn't have manhood. He's not a man. And I don't want to get off on a, a weird tangent there, but somebody, there was somebody passing around a meme earlier this week about uh, people getting pissed off because other folks are eating bacon or something like that. I can't remember what the joke was. And some guy came into this other person's uh, Facebook comments and was talking about how, oh, so I guess the pig screaming and blah, 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 all this sadness and all the cured meats and everything. 
why don't you eat humans that have been cured with salt and, you know, hung out to dry? And I'm like, well, A, if it was legal, and B, <laughs> if it didn't cause a spongiform encephalopathy, I would try it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're a, you want to be a cannibal? I'm like, there's more human meat on this planet than other animals. I think we need to start eating our own. <laughs> I feel like that's some high-level troll in there, guys. Yeah, that was fun. I had a good time with that one. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Um, another problematic training scenario that Russell brought up is that a soldier has completed army gender transition from female to male. Oh, so they do go to FTM here. So oh, as indicated in the department enrollment system, the soldier did not have a sex reassignment surgery and recently stopped taking male hormones in order to try to start a family. Today, the soldier approached his commanding officer to discuss his newly confirmed pregnancy. For most of the people in the world, not a big fucking deal. But unfortunately, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm okay. not sure what the problem is. Be like, I'm a male that has a vagina and I'm I'm pregnant. Like, okay, that's how that part works. <laughs> I don't know what the big fucking deal is. Uh, and Russell's like, this is fraught with confusion. No, it, no, it's not, dude. <laughs> it's really okay. Not. So then you would treat them as a female who's pregnant. Or how about this? As a male who has to have medical exemption. Yeah. You know, like an injury. Yeah. How about that? Uh, so let's see. He, uh, he says that based on his repeated emphasis of the word his, that confusion seems to stem from the fact that someone who prefers to be called him instead of her could become pregnant. You know, yeah. Who the fuck <laughs> cares? Me, as a formal battle command, formal battle commander, probably former is what he meant to say there. Of a thousand soldiers in the task force in Iraq, I've served in combat in Afghanistan and the Balkans. Did we go to war in the Balkans? Well, <laughs> I mean, okay, but if a female comes to you in battle um, and says, I'm pregnant, you're like, oh, you're in deep shit. Yeah, because they're not uh, supposed yeah. to be doing that. <laughs> right. So then if a male comes to you and says, I'm pregnant, the answer is, oh, you're, oh, in, you're deep in deep shit. shit. <laughs> exactly. This, this is something that will really cause a lot of confusion and a problem for commanders. It does nothing to promote our military and readiness. Nothing at all. <laughs> it would oh! absolutely hinder readiness. Now you've got a construct where soldiers who don't want to deploy can throw this monkey wrench in the machinery, and you're underwriting it with tax dollars. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so I had a brief moment where I was like, okay, let's think about this soberly. Let's think about uh, the process of transition and the effect on uh, their ability to be ready because yeah. uh, transition is a lot. It's a lot of uh, emotional undertaking and not saying that it's it's bad. It's just that's a that's a big it's step. A lot. It's, 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 it's a lot. It's a huge chunk. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, if we're talking about that, but then if somebody gets cancer, mm -hmm. if somebody needs medical treatment, then they just you go you, on non-deployable status. Treatment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go on non-deployable status. You don't pick them out no. of the military no they just get their treatment and then when they're done with their treatment then they're then they go then they have to qualify again and if they don't get up to snuff then that's when there could be consequences like if they don't meet their fitness regimen and yeah. stuff like that well and, that's and all thankfully it's all above code and then um if they're deployed they're probably not going through transition yeah, probably not. Uh, they, now, they they are on hormones, probably. I mean, I would I would assume that because 
if it helps you get rid of the dysphoria you would feel so hormones aren't exactly I mean, okay it is transition but it isn't you know the transition that they want to say where you know we're talking about the orchirectomy right. and they're talking about the i don't remember what the other scientific word is for uh penoplasty i don't remember what that is i could that could be close but <laughs> but well to non-gender it to non-gender it it you know yeah. top surgery bottom surgery yeah so that, that, that's exactly the thing is that we're not talking about people that are like over in the middle of Afghanistan and be like, oh, I, I want to get out of here. I need bottom surgery. That's probably not going to happen. You know? that, that they would be like, um, are you going to die tomorrow? That's no? not, not going to work right now. Once, yeah. you, once you get off of this rotation, we'll see about that when you get back to the, wherever you are. Because exactly. Newsflash, they don't have, you know, Walter Reed style hospitals like in the middle of the fucking Afghanistan. You know, we don't have. You know, award-winning VA hospitals and stuff there. You don't have you, great fucking medical places. I mean, I've I've worked but in I mean, military medical places. They're not that amazing. It's not something you'd want to get done in the fucking field of Afghanistan or, you know, out in wherever the hell we're going to be deployed next because, you know, another war's got to be coming because Trump. <laughs> eh. I mean, yes, the military is really backwards on mental health issues. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, mean, I suffer from that myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's and and I mean, there are a lot of service members who don't get like their PTSD treated properly mm -hmm. because they're afraid of their security clearance and they should be because the system's fucked. Yeah. Um but when, when your uh, job is incumbent on, you know, not going and seeking health health care, you know, necessary health care, which we've learned in this world from other countries because we haven't learned it from our own fucking country that you know you need to have access to mental health care you need to have access to regular health care you need to have these things in order for you to be a healthy person not in this country you know if you go if you go see somebody for counseling automatically flagged for like all these fucking databases for things they could find if some if you were to happen to have like a bad day and they go <laughs> they go and find out that you sought treatment or something like that the DA would use that to fucking nail you against the wall so yep. we have yeah. it backwards in this country uh, people we don't we don't have really a rehabilitatory do. system we don't have one of those at all we have a punitive system it actually turns out that like all humans kind of just like all humans get sick with colds we all go through mental health issues that could sometimes they don't need active treatment yeah but a lot of the time they would benefit from it just like if you have an infection and you need antibiotics or if your knees are achy and you go to physical therapy. And you just need some Motrin. They have that. They have Motrin for your brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they actually do. Uh, turns out that you can get uh, anti-anxiety meds that are uh, as needed. You don't have to do the, oh, they only work if you take them for three weeks and then you have to eat. No, there's as needed anti-anxiety that are not numbing. Did you know that's a thing? Yeah, that's a that's thing. amazing. And but, I was going to say, but, uh, go ahead. So my only thing is, um, I I would what I would see happening more than not, um, because the military is so backwards on mental health. What you would find with trans people is that they would be their security clearance would be at risk, um, mm -hmm. just like just like service members with PTSD or other mental health issues. Um, their security clearance would be at risk, their ability to deploy, um, and so these trans people would probably put off transitioning. Um, by choice until and it doesn't matter how affirming or if there is policies and there would be some who would take advantage of it just like there are service members who take advantage of 
uh, the uh, mental health treatment and stuff like that. But Shit, um, we took advantage of dental dental when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those things like I'm sure there would be people who would. Yeah. It's just uh, my guess is most wouldn't even wouldn't even get into it. But what this could do is somebody who has already transitioned could get in. Yeah. And there would be policy set in place for that. And I think that is really, really important. Oh, and these people, if you talk about Chelsea Manning, boy, they just get a fucking conniption. They, like the, the vein behind their eyeball just busts and they're like, I don't know how to process this shit. So anyway, we're not saying that uh, all people that are uh, trans, because we all, we all know, or at least we should all know, that not every one of them wants to have a bottom surgery. Not everybody wants to do that. Some right. people are just fine having the having uh, being a male uh and having the female parts there's a lot of people that have no problem with that stuff but that's that's not here nor there i'm just trying to say that these people that's have it these, our, these people yeah. have it so fucking wrong where they think that every trans person wants everything that every other trans person has like doesn't work that way guys you know there are these non-binary people there are non-conforming people it's just it's they just these men love their penis so much that they could not understand somebody hating their penis. Yeah. And that just that kind of thinking needs to just go away and like Forever. Now, please, please take it away. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. What? What just popped in there? I I I tried to think. Look! No! It can't be. What is it? It can't be. What did you do, Ray? Oh, shit. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Jesse Lee Peterson. I haven't uh, used him on here in a while because... Uh... Because he he's almost too easy to make fun of when it when it comes to you know the the videos that he puts out there, and I've got this like a uh, three minute video. I'm not going to play the entire thing, but this is from his actual channel. This doesn't come from Right Wing Watch. This comes from his actual channel, uh, from May 21st, and it's titled "Don't Get Into Critical Thinking." You have a guy what on the, the right. What the shit, Buck? Are you serious right now? <laughs> oh, just wait. Hang on. I'm going to let him talk. I don't think we should be doing critical thinking. I think if you're conscious, if you're present with God at all times, then all things would be made clear to you. Let go and let God kind of thing is like uh, you shouldn't be think like God will show you how you're supposed to do everything. It's like that's your own brain. That's <laughs> wow. It's not you won't have to think it through or think about it. And then whenever you do it, it always turn out right. Whatever you do, it'll always turn out right. Wow, so, that's the worst advice ever. That's <laughs> literally the worst advice ever. That sounded like some hard determinism kind of shit right there. It's like, everything's going to turn out all right because everything's clockwork. <laughs> it's like, everything's going to work the way it is supposed to. But nope, Jesse Lee, I don't think... You, you do think things through, but you sell it to yourself as like, oh, God wants me to do it this way. Just most people go, okay, that's not God. That's just my inner monologue. That's just my internal dialogue that's going on here. I don't. Most Christians admit that they make choices without God. Mm -hmm. Most Christians will be like, and I made a choice because it was he's for silent. me. <laughs> and he's silent all the time. <laughs> yep. 
second thoughts about it at all. And critical thinking sound like people who are not conscious of God. They're not centered. And so they're trying to figure out things in their head. And as the young man said, as G said, every thought you get is a lie. You know what? You're absolutely <laughs> fucking right. You're absolutely <laughs> fucking right. You're right. I am not centered. I am not Zen. And I don't believe anyone else's either. All right. This whole like I'm okay. I'm reading a book right now for work, which is bizarre on vulnerability. And the author has written this all on her research on how vulnerability can make for better lives. But what she's found is that it's really hard and she herself hasn't been living it. Ah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, no, I don't think any of us are censor- centered. I don't think you, you go to you go find a monk who's on the top of a mountain and he's dealing with some interpolitical bullshit that's stressing him the fuck out. But he's got to remain centered. Nobody's fucking centered. Nobody's at peace. Nobody is Zen. We're all trying to figure it the fuck out and it's really fucking hard all right it's really fucking hard and it's a lot harder for some of us than it is for others not, Mainly- not jesse lee peterson though <laughs> the, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> the man doesn't have a fucking you blow into his ear and it's like <laughs> this guy this guy is a travesty of human intellect and he the rest has of us are- so hard, a and then he's nationally like, syndicated fucking radio show. And <laughs> he just—he's just fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> I was running. <laughs> I was running, and Everything God you... spoke to me. And <laughs> every every thought that I have is a lie. You want, you don't. Everything you think you don't want, you do. So everything is all confused, and so if nothing in your mind is the truth. How can you think through things with that, you know, with those thoughts? That's why. Because most people don't Actually, think that way, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, the true. things that I want, Actually, I want. I want boobies in my face at all times. Yes, that's something that I want. I want boobies are I want medium rare steaks. I want dry aged like medium rare steaks with, you know, cheesy oh, cauliflower on the side of it. I haven't eaten tonight. I'm fucking hungry. With <laughs> mushrooms and a beautiful red wine sauce with shallots and thyme. Oh, sorry. I want, just came I want a double of whatever of this, the smokiest, most expensive fuck you priced whiskey that I can find right now. I want I want and not have to pay for it. <laughs> I want a triple cream brie that mm. has been aged for Let's go 70 days so it's nice and gooey and stinky. And I want it on a fresh piece of bread. That's what I want. And you know what? There's nothing moral about anything we just said. Yeah. It's not immoral. Not moral. No, it I don't just know. Wait, might might involve alcohol and like killing an animal. So maybe maybe uh, the, there's but, people out there that'd be it, like, it, mm. if it's a fine beef, it's a fine beef, we could say that it was probably killed ethically. Yeah. But this guy, yeah. you know, uh, sorry, dude. Things I want. I want things I don't want. I definitely don't want. I I have because I'm my truest self here. I'm not a Christian. I'm not a person hiding behind something. You know, I'm not. And I don't demonize my sexuality and I don't demonize my my emotional wants and my emotional needs. Because I I have no need for that baggage anymore. Wants and actual needs. Didn't it feel great to get rid of that baggage? And I, I oh, wish God, more Christians so could great. feel that, you know, because it's the. I used to feel so guilty about masturbation. I used to feel oh, so yeah. guilty. Like, yeah. 
Oh, I used to pray. Like, I used to pray because of it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hell. Oh man, I, I fucked up. Sorry, yeah. God. You know, nope, not anymore. I'm like in the yeah. shower. Blue, do, 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 do. Ah, okay, I'm going to work it's today. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like to do what I call Napster baiting. Napster. <laughs> yeah, you masturbate. You take a nap. You wake up. You masturbate. It's oh, delightful. Oh, sorry. I thought you were like talking about downloading someone else's masturbation. You know, I know. Peer to peer. Like Napster. No, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, masturbating. I'm being silly. All right, Jesse. I said, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought, because every thought is a lie. It builds you up to let you down, let you down to build you up and tell you what seemed to be the truth in order to tell you a lie. It tells you you want this, but you really don't. It tells you you don't want it, but you really do. So confusing. This is gaslighting. This is gaslighting. Gaslighting. You ever guys want like a real, because like if you've ever, if you, okay, first of all, if you've never been abused, like you're like, I don't understand what gaslighting is. Oh, this entire country is being gaslit right now. (laughs) Oh. So hard, but this is like the absolute gaslighting. What you think you want, you don't want. But, okay, my ex-husband. I would say, look, here's what I want to do for my fitness regimen. I want to get back in dance. Here's where I can go. I want to do dance. And he would go, that's not real exercise. And you don't really want to be like that. And so you're going to like do it with me. And like, of course, it wasn't that simple, but that's exactly what it'd be like. You don't want to be that, do you? You want to be actually <laughs> strong, right? And it's that's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. You don't want this. You want what I'm telling you you want. No, you can't trust your perception. You can't trust that you want to masturbate. That's not what you really want. What you really want is Jesus deep inside you. <laughs> Fisting. <laughs> <laughs> because every thought is uh, from the deceiver and I- every thought is from the deceiver every thought he's literally just saying just float on by just you know don't 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 stress about it too bad you know you don't have to worry about anything because god and that's wrong that's so fucking wrong Every right, thought that you have is from Satan, really? Every thought. Here's the real sinister the sinister part of what he's doing. What he's saying is trust me, give me your money, support me because I will be able to guide you. Cuz I'm the word of God. Yeah. I am the preacher. We make no qualms about this show. You sh- really shouldn't follow or live any way that we live our lives. But uh but at least we're not Jesse Lee I mean, Peterson. You're totally, you're totally welcome to be like feel supported. But yeah. also, yeah, like we're not a gospel. No, like, and I'm I'm a I'm what's we the are word an for option. <laughs> I am hedonistic as fuck. <laughs> so God, I am too. So I'm so hedonistic. I am getting that tattoo. I just have to find a good time to get one and where I'm going to put it. Probably on my ass. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, no, don't do that to ass. your wife. Don't do that to your wife. She doesn't don't. Wanna, don't need my butt. <laughs> anyway, back to Jesse. Battle is a spiritual battle at all times. And we're fighting good is fighting evil. Evil is trying to defeat. And good is trying to defeat. So the moment you believe anything in your thought, you have now become one with the lie. 
and Satan is your father. <laughs> I'm going to stop there because, wow. <laughs> Just Does wow. Satan want me to call him daddy? Any... <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I know. I know. I actually, <sighs> okay. I actually, okay. God down with the whole. God created evil. Did he not? I mean, he. It says in the Bible somewhere in that fucking pun, that that just pantheon of ex, ex, bullshit. Don't just, ex, stop. Stop. Eh, you're, doesn't you're matter. Trying to, you're, you're trying to philosophize what this guy's saying. I should really this stop Dave smollying myself into this one. I should. You yeah. Know, no. Not, there's no philosophy in this one. Though this one is his gaslighting. He's gaslighting them into believing him. He's a con man. Yeah. This one's way simple. Don't Dave Smalley this one. We don't have to analyze the philosophy. What we have to say is, and hope and maybe someday we can reach one of his abuse victims and say, he's gaslighting you. Your thoughts can be trusted. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect in your perception. You should always be skeptical. But you are able to trust that this doesn't feel right. And <laughs> if it doesn't feel right, you need to analyze it. Yep. Nobody's saying that if it doesn't feel right, that that's immediately the truth. But you need to analyze it. And get to the bottom of it. And your feelings are the same way. If you don't feel okay, think about why. And there could be some truth there. Yep. And uh, just, just like when I was in an abusive relationship, I finally said to my ex-husband, I'm afraid of you. I analyzed the feelings and got to the bottom of it. And that was the truth. Sometimes, uh, you know, back in the day, I, I never was anti-trans. I never... Like just not in me to be like ah no you like decide for other people it's just not my nature Mm -hmm. but I did not understand it and there was a part of me that went I don't get it and that was my initial feeling was I don't get it and then I analyzed the feeling and went oh okay I just am unfamiliar so I feel uncomfortable but I don't anymore because I analyzed the feeling and could understand where yep. I was coming from and could grow. And that's always what happens. What this guy is saying is don't analyze. Don't just go on gut reactions to everything. Just trust. <laughs> yeah. Trust. No, what he's saying is trust me. Trust me. Give me your money. He's, he's <laughs> gaslighting. He's an abuser. and He's a con man. And it's just fucking gross. Ugh, I yeah, can't believe he's this. disgusting. So we no, we don't have to analyze his philosophy. We don't have to get into his philosophy. There is no philosophy there. He's an abuser. He's a con man. Uh, Mr. Ham and his followers have this remarkable view of uh, a worldwide flood that somehow influenced everything that we observe in nature. A 500-foot wooden boat, eight zookeepers for 14,000 individual animals, every land plant in the world underwater for a full year. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Answers in Genesis, you know, the the people that have the gigantic eyesore of an ark park, ark park in Williamstown, Kentucky. Uh, they received a sweetheart deal to build the ark encounter there, promising to create jobs and saying that the uh, they weren't only available to other fundamentalist Christians. And to, yeah, they created five jobs. Five. Okay, like. Those three teenagers <laughs> and the two managers for the managers make thirteen fifty an hour. All right. So that's pretty sweet. Those five jobs. So what- now the three, the three other ones, I mean, they make minimum wage, yeah. but you know, like it's they're they're getting introduced, you know, because 
people who make minimum wage are just children who don't need to make a full income, right? All the time, every time. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Okay. Five jobs. <laughs> so the the fucked up thing is like the jobs that they did have. Uh, finally posted for the arc park you had to be signed the fucking waivers and stuff where you're like i i promise to be a answers in genesis kind of christian blah 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 you actually had to have money come out of your paychecks to help them repay these loans so the company is now trying to avoid a quote safety fee which is uh what helps helps the city upgrade its emergency response equipment you know like you should if you're a an attraction in town but they're you know, trying. I mean, a giant attraction that yeah. would, if Ca- could there catch was an fire. emergency, yeah, yeah, if there was an emergency, would be a huge cost to the city. You know, you know, that like ki- that like kind. a gigantic fucking wooden structure in the middle mm-hmm. of a clearing, yeah. where lightning's totally not going to strike that thing at any time. No. So <gasps> the wouldn't that be delicious? Though? That'd be that'd be wonderful. Oh, that'd be I, I'm so actually delicious. there's a Twitter account that I'm following on. Um, on on Twitter, of course, because that's where you follow Twitter accounts. <laughs> they, they keep they got blocked from Answers in Genesis because they kept saying we can't wait to. It was like uh, turning the Ark Encounter into the Ark Casino. <laughs> so they're ah! waiting. They're waiting for them to fail to buy it off of them. It's going to be funny if that Love ever it. happens. So uh, w- they're trying to avoid this uh, safety fee by saying that they're a religious ministry. They said, give us this money because we're not a religious ministry. Now they're saying, we don't want to pay this fee because we are a religious ministry. <laughs> All right, so the mayor of the town said the Ark Encounter was requesting an exemption because they're a re- religious organization. The city's budget uh, estimates about a million dollars in revenue from that fee from the from the park itself. And oh. so... They yeah. want out because they don't have a million dollars. Yeah, so about 700000 of the projected revenue is from the Ark Encounter based on a projected $1.4 in attendance at the tourist attraction. So you put out those numbers and these people in these office budget based on the numbers that you put out there. Here's the thing. I bet you he's not getting that 1.4 million people like he says he is. So the people at the Ark Encounter were consistent about all this. They would have a case, but Answers in Genesis seems to be going back and forth and... uh even the Williamstown people are starting to recognize that they're waffling all the goddamn time. So Skinner, the mayor, uh, and other council members voiced their uh, disagreement with the exemption request with uh, councilwoman or councilman Kim Crupper noting that the Ark Encounter operates on a for-profit status. And the attorney for the city said that the organization's corporate filings in Missouri indicate that they are a for-profit corporation. Hmm. So uh, the council members are all right about that. And while Ken was raising money, he said that the Ark Encounter was a was not a nonprofit project for financial reasons. And there was a page that he got in trouble for for having discriminatory hiring policies. And uh, who was it that that got on their ass about that was Dan Errol that was doing that, I believe, that that dug up all that stuff. I, I think that's who that was. And so this was on their website and they they took it down. But. You know, like things on the internet, it's never actually completely gone. So it said, due to the size of the Ark Encounter project, a for-profit LLC structure was selected to help raise the $150 million necessary to build it. That's so much goddamn money. <laughs> That's just being wasted. The for-profit LLC structure also allows the Ark Encounter to be eligible for various economic development incentives that would not have been available with a non-profit structure. So, oh, first- is that so? Yeah, so they got to build this place because they are a 
corporation, limited liability corporation, not right. a nonprofit. Now they're saying, oh, we, we don't want that because we're a ministry. <laughs> so I don't I, think it's going to pan out for him. I don't think it's going to pan out for him. I, I hope they nail them to the fucking wall for this. So, uh, the article Throw the book I, at them? Yeah, so... Uh, well, I like nailing them better because they're Christians. And so. <laughs> yeah, I thought throwing the book was like throwing the Bible at people. So, yeah, you know. Is that both are great. I both thought are it was great. The, the law book. I don't know. Throw the book at them. I don't know. I don't actually know the origin. I don't know. But nailing them... I need to look at the like, etymology you nail for them that. To a, did you say... You said nail them to the wall, though. It would have been... Yeah. Like, it would have been nail them to the cross. Nail them to the cross for this. <laughs> yeah. That giant X-shaped cross. We got there. We got to the joke, people. Yeah, we did it. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, it's just I find it delicious that uh, this Christian corporation came in saying, oh, we're going to raise all this money for your town. We're going to do wonderful things there. And it's stagnant. <laughs> yeah, it has not brought anyone in. And Nobody now wants to go to them. They are fucking you out of a million dollars worth of, you know, upgrades to safety stuff in your town. And uh, if I know any small towns, they're going to get their money. <laughs> one way or another they will get their fucking money because kentucky does not have the the cash to pay it out of their own pocket so i don't think the art park has the money i don't think they have I, the money i don't think so either i i, I hope, think i bet they don't they keep trying to expand too they keep adding more stuff to it like oh we have a petting zoo now I'm like mm, that's great i can go to a petting I zoo in my backyard <laughs> yeah um petting zoos are really easy to find and not a big deal. Mm-mm. They have bunnies. You know, bunnies. Wow. Bunnies. Bunnies. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I love petting fuzzy bunnies, but I am not going to go to the Ark Park just to pet funny, fuzzy bunnies because I can go to the Humane Society and pet fuzzy bunnies for free. Mm-hmm. Because they know that at least they'll be loved there at the Ark Park. They're, uh, they're going to use them in the stew the week after that. <laughs> As long as they kill them humanely. Well, they probably don't cook any. <laughs> they probably don't actually cook anything real. I'm sure everything comes in through Cisco or through some other. Oh yeah, you know they're not actually like dedicating money to actually. This isn't a Vegas thing where it's like <laughs> no, like if Vegas did an Ark Park, which would be delightfully ironic. That would be amazing. Because you know they would have like, <laughs> you know it would be like sexified and it would be like super grandiose and. Like, they would have, like, live animals everywhere, and, like, that would be something to see. That would actually, like, people would be like, oh, should I go to Vegas for an art park? <laughs> I like, happen to be also fuck. trolling uh, Ken Ham quite a bit, too, and he was uh, talking earlier this week about how so many people are coming to the art park to see the wonderful dioramas they have. And I was like, really, Ken? Really, Ken? When was the last time a kid said, ooh, Dad, can we go to that park to see dioramas? It's like... <laughs> nobody cares about that nobody, shit ken nobody, kids kids hate di- making dioramas yeah kids hate it kids kids are conditioned to fucking hate dioramas <laughs> they could be interesting but the thing is it's not something that ki- some gonna some kid's gonna want to fly halfway across the country to the middle of the butt crack of the united states and go like oh look at the look at the mannequins <laughs> look it's not a dinosaur oh man even it's do- not even like the bones. Like kids will even be like, "We can go see the dinosaur bones," and they're like, "All right, that sounds pretty rad, actually." And you're like, "Right?" <laughs> uh, and you and, and they they will. They like dinosaur bones, but they don't even have dinosaur bones in there. They're just like, "No, it's a statue." And they're like, "In a cage that doesn't seem very nice." And you're like, "You're right, it's not." <laughs> yeah, Got it's this. terrible. 
Americans have choices and they've got to make a choice. And so maybe rather than getting that new iPhone that they just love and they want to go spend hundreds of dollars on that, maybe they should invest it in their own health care. Fox News has hired Jason Chaffetz, you know, representative of Utah and actually out the fucking door. Finally, he's gone. He, he left June 30th and he sent a letter out. I didn't read the letter. I just shared it. Be like, it's official. He's gone. Uh, he started his role on on Fox on today as we're recording the show. Uh, in his role, he will offer political analysis across Fox News Channel and Fox Business Network's daytime and primetime programming, the network said. What the fuck? Does he have anything to do with Business Network? Well, you know, he, because he's he's been in so many... Oh, wait, no, he's only been in uh, Pyramid Schemes. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Who did he work for? New Skin, or was it doTERRA, or was it the Zango? I, I mean, it was... What, what one of the no, weird no, fucking... No, Orrin Hatch. Orrin Hatch is all about the doTERRA. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the New Skin guy. Yeah, New Skin. It's, uh, it's this century's... Uh, what the fuck is it called? I forgot what the... Snake the... No, like the there was a a program where you uh, Amway. There you go. This century's Amway. Let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> For people that might be of a certain age, they might remember Amway. I think they're still around. So anyway, he's left his job and he's handed over the reins to the House Oversight Committee, down to Trey Gowdy, who one of the first oh! things he said is, "We're going to investigate Clinton." I'm like, shut up! Shut the what fuck the up! Fuck? <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyway, so when he announced, like back in May, that he would resign uh, Congress to pursue other opportunities, everybody kept wondering, when's the other shoe going to drop? When what what fucked up thing has he done that's going to come into light? I I hope that it's something delicious. I hope that I I want to Schadenfreude to the max there, and we I don't know if we're going to get anything about it because it no, looks like no, he mainly quit. He mainly quit because he wanted money. He wanted the cash. Oh. I think here's yeah totally definitely wanted the cash but I think what happened was that he because he had he had his eyes on the presidency we'd all been like ooh he wants the presidency and then he actually had to face a crowd of angry constituents <laughs> he's like fuck and this <laughs> he did not like that and that's when he was out I really think that's what it was is that he had to actually face his actions he had to actually face it and he did not care for doing that and that's what yeah. happened. And the the right still refuses to have town halls in most places because they they don't want to talk to their constituency. And you've got a very angry, loud, vocal group of people that are sending emails. I'm sending faxes <laughs> because that's you how I do. Faxes? I send faxes. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> faxes like faxes will work, man. Like, it's not it's like a, it's access to fax machines. So like, oh yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, earlier this month, a group of about 800 like Republican delegates voted to advance the former U Utah lawmaker Chris Herod into the August primary, the August primary, where he faced off against the Provo Mayor John Curtison Tanner Angie, son of the Boston Celtics manager Danny Angie. And you know, they're talking about the people that are trying to fill in. And we have on the Democrat side, Doctor, I don't remember what her name is. That's the problem. Nobody knows who the people on the left are. Nobody, they're not getting their names yeah. out there. It's Utah. So the interesting thing for oh, the me, Democratic Party, the Democratic Party here. I'm, oh, I'm calling them out. Democratic Party here won't, will not support statewide candidates. Mm -mm. They will not. They sit there and hold on to their little safe seats and act like that's good enough. They will not. The Democratic Party here needs some serious fucking reform because they sit there and act like there is no way Balls. that they can do anything. <laughs> oh, they are 
the the Democratic Party here is I'm pissed. They they will not do anything. They just want their safe seats. They don't want to do any of the fighting. Mm-hmm. They won't do any actual fundraising. Oh, fuck yeah, the it's Democratic disgusting. Party so the there was a lot of people that knew that he was going to Fox News. I mean, there were fellow lawmakers that had said that he was planning on joining Fox News. So it's not like it's a giant big secret or anything. I just I'm still waiting for like the bad that he did to come out, but. Like you said, maybe it was the town hall that made him go, fuck, this is a thankless job. <laughs> I, I really think that was it. He hadn't, he'd, he'd been riding on an easy job. Utahns were just like, the Democrats had been like, we have no power, so we're not going to say anything. And the Republicans were like, we're just going to vote for red. And he's like, sweet. <laughs> and then he an actually had to job. do a job. <laughs> he had, actually had to do a job. And he insulted everybody that was there at that town hall. And mm-hmm. I'm insulted by the intelligence of local people that keep reminding me, like, oh, there were paid protesters there. Get the fuck out of here. Nope, there were not. <laughs> but, uh, Jason, we're, we're glad that you're gone. Hopefully you pass away into obscurity and we don't ever hear from you again. I don't think that's the case because I think you're going to run against Herbert because nobody likes Herbert. But for some fucking reason, he still voted every goddamn time we get an election. Like you said, no balls. This this state has no balls when it comes to getting a Democratic person put out there. Yeah, listen, Trump's lost. He's maybe demon possessed, but he's fighting other demons. There's a there's a real authority struggle that's going on here in the heavenlies. I'm su- I'm surprised Christians can't see what's going on. All right, I think for the like fourth week in a row, we've got the coach back again. We got Dave Dobbinmeyer who wants to. He's going to rail against people like us, Felicia. He's going to say something about the atheists. So, oh, <laughs> yay. Yeah. I, I wish you would join me in hating what they're doing to our children in school. I wish you'd join me. I hate it, man. Aren't you a Christian? Are you allowed to hate? I mean, I, I didn't know. Turn the other cheek, motherfucker. And we're, I'm Dave Smalley. And again, I, don't try to get in their heads because I, honestly, that's not a space I want to be in. I got a rant. I've got a rant. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely hate what they're doing. Not only to my kids, I hate what they're doing to other kids. I hate it. Are we allowed to do that? No, you're I not. think we're allowed to. No. But see, right now, today, on on the uh, in 2017, mm-hmm. they're misleading children in our schools, and we don't hate it. I can How promise so? you this: the How? Lord hates it. How? I promise you this: the Lord hates those who are indoctrinating little children into sodomized. Oh, there we go. So there, he's mad oh. about the rainbow thing. So, <laughs> no, it's not that simple. Oh, though. yeah. Okay. So just, just not being an asshole. Yeah. How dare so you let people going, live their life? You know, let them have liberty. We, we <laughs> have no evidence that gay is bad. So we're not going to say it's bad. Is that, <laughs> that's where we're at? Yeah, that's, I guess so. That's terrible. That's real super terrible meanwhile kids in utah are still homeless and killing themselves Mm -hmm. because you have a church that says no gay people can't do that i I can promise you the lord hates that you can you can promise that can you show it to me i thought he was i thought okay but he's supposed to be omnibenevolent right yeah he's supposed to love everybody isn't he right so if he's omnibenevolent benevolent then how can he hate if he's omnibenevolent how can he hate exactly he can't because he's if he's he's an all-loving 
oh wait he hates the sin not the sinner that's what they would go with well but then then if he hates the sin not the sinner then he would correct the sin not the sinner yeah how about you remove all the problems in the world god how about you you wave that fucking giant magic wand of a beard that you have there and be like oh well fix my buy right now i would really like it if a woman went down on me really dig it because she would understand um, it a lot better <laughs> she knows the know. terrain she knows the terrain. i, know. I, I met a few guys i met a few guys that have been open-minded to lesbians and they that's can... where they learn yeah they ring your bell uh, <laughs> i would really I'll, i god i would really like to also do that to another woman fix it right now take the thoughts out of my head i'm asking in honesty really okay really no seriously okay ready here we go for reals do it <laughs> i'm fine i still and I still like crickets this. i wish i had some sound effects i could play crickets yeah. right there and be like that'd be no, great nothing nothing happened right yeah no hey, how about no that? i still <laughs> would really like that <laughs> he hates it but he hates it <laughs> just pussy in my face <laughs> he hates Neat. it though. he hates it yeah, no, the question we need to ask ourselves is why don't we? If we love the things the Lord loves, we should hate the things that he hates. Why don't we hate them? See, God doesn't just hate. I'm going to tell you this. He no, just God doesn't hate the atheists. Oh. He hates those of us who allow atheists to teach lies to our children. He all he hates. Oh. Wow, dude. <laughs> let, me like repeat, that? let me let that repeat again because that's pretty damning. He just doesn't hate the atheists. He hates those of us who allow atheists to teach lies to our children. He all he hates. That's sickening. So, A, he hates us, but he also hates us for teaching children things. Hey, so, uh, Dave, I'm pretty sure you hate me because my kids are being brought up pretty fucking godless and they giggle at some of the stuff that Christians believe because they're like... <laughs> Who would believe that? <laughs> I just I don't have words. No, I, I I'm going to hell according to this guy apparently, and whatever, who cares? He said, "Love the little children, suffer the children to come unto me, for that such are the kingdom of God." Okay, I'm glad. The innocence and purity of a little child, and the devil and his team are constantly trying to rip the innocence out of the heart of those little kids. And it's going on with our approval. And we're warned all throughout the scripture. If you let that no. continue, you're no. in sin. No, no, go fuck yourself. I am not the one removing innocence from children. I am not the one doing that. You are. You're the one corrupting them with nightmares of hell. You're the one corrupting them with the concept of sin. Something that they cannot control. Something that they are inherently. Something there's just. Let's just say that all the children he's preaching to are cis straight kids which is not true yeah statistically speaking um let's just say you're still demonizing their sexuality their need for connection and sex and procreation and all those things that sexuality comes wrapped up in because the brain doesn't function on the level that you say it does you're the one corrupting their innocence. They're, you're the one telling them that their masturbation before puberty, because kids masturbate before puberty, it turns out, actually, we've known this for a really long time, actually, uh, that they are the ones that are sinning, and you're threatening them with hell for their biological function. 
you are instilling the sense of guilt for things that are not immoral. I am not the one ruining a child's innocence. I am not the one doing it. What I am doing is because innocence doesn't just translate to no wrong. Kids do wrong things all the time. Christians talk about this all the kids do wrong things all the time because they don't know. I the, I had the kiddo walking on me changing, even though I was clothed at the time because he wanted to catch me naked. He had no concept of consent. He yeah. had no concept of uh, of of sharing or communication. All he knew is boobies. <laughs> boobies are neat. I found it, and they're not. That's all he knew, and that's not that's not wrong. What he was doing, but what was wrong was that he didn't have consent, and that's what we're teaching. So no, I'm not the one ruining innocence because this kid. What I'm not, I'm not corrupting his sexuality. I'm not corrupting his it sense just of is. self. Yeah, it just is. He just is. Okay, you're the one who's telling him that he is fundamentally flawed. He is fundamentally flawed. I'm not telling him that his and he's love going to of burn me, forever because of he's that. He's gonna burn forever. You are threatening him with eternal torture. This kid who's afraid of getting his knees skinned, that he he cries desperately when he falls on the playground because it hurts. And yeah, skinning your knee hurts. Shit hurts. And the first time, <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It hurts. You know, I mean, I get it. But like, you're the one who's telling him that that is going to be his eternity because he likes to touch his own penis. So go fuck yourself in corrupting innocence because I am not the one doing it. I find you it. Are found it hilarious that the, he was able to rattle off like you know verses in the bible and stuff like that and i wanted to throw some signs at him and i do this on twitter all the fucking time be like okay that's great you have your bible and verse and all this fun shit that you have quotationed here here's my quotation i am groot you know where i get that from the book of guardians of the galaxy how about we are <laughs> i just we find it hilarious groot. like with great power comes great responsibility spider-man all volumes yeah. blah 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 it's like you got a book. Like, you got a book, dude. I've got lots of books. <laughs> I've got so many books. I've got books and books and books and books. The spice must flow. Books. There you go. <laughs> yeah. More likely um, to believe that that's the future that we're headed towards instead of the past we came from here with your guys' bullshit. Anyway, let's let Coach finish so we can get back to... A wine Jay, am I missing something? Adventure. What's that? A wine and cheese adventure. Hmm. <laughs> Oh. No uh, hell there. <laughs> okay, Syrah. As a varietal, this grape produces some thick, fruity, purple, juicy wines. Grapey is the description that most often comes to mind. I'm glad there was a G in front of that. <laughs> great. Great. Grapey. Grapey. Go grapey. Grapey. It's grapey. It's grapey, not rapey. That's Riesling, apparently. That's Riesling. What, yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, hey, you know what? I'm done with Dave. Coach Dave, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I can quote a book, too. Riesling is grapey. Go home, Cardinal Pell. Cardinal I've got a nice spot in hell nice spot with your hell. name on it. And so I suggest you toughen up and go. Want a beer and a chat?
Got a pretty short one here, only because we want to gloat being the 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 evil atheist that we are. You know, something, <laughs> something, something, dark side, something, something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we follow Emperor Palpatine and all that shit. We, you know, we're Sith. We there's always two, no more, no less, and one, two. And I'm looking at Felicia on the camera here. So, um, police in Austria, or sorry, Australia have charged the top Vatican Cardinal on Thursday, this past Thursday, with historical sexual offenses. Cardinal George Pell is the chief... You. He is the chief financial advisor to Pope Francis and Australia's most senior Catholic, the AP reported. Cardinal Pell, like any Fuck other defendant, you. has a right to due process. Okay, great. You have a right to due process, but you're yeah, guilty yeah. as fuck. Um... <laughs> His actions as archbishop came under intense scrutiny in recent years by government-authorized investigation into how the Catholic Church and other institutions have responded to the sexual abuse of children. You mean shuffling priests around to different places? Go watch uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Spotlight. Is that the was that the name of the movie? Yeah, Spotlight. Yeah, go watch Spotlight, people. That's that that'll shine a fucking light onto this thing, and it just makes you wonder how are they still an organization? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, Australia's years-long royal commission into institutional responses to child sexual abuse, goddamn, uh, the nation's highest form of inquiry, has found shocking levels of abuse in Australia's Catholic Church. It hmm. sounds systemic hmm. to me. Sounds really fucking systemic, you know. I it's agree. Everywhere. Revealing earlier that this year that 7% of Catholic priests were accused of sexually abusing children over wow, the past that's several disgusting. decades. That's Seven, a lot. 7%. That's a lot, people. <laughs> that's not an outlier. That's a fucking trend. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And so uh, Cardinal Pell said in 2016. Fuck you. The church has made enormous mistakes and is working to remedy those. The church in many places certainly in Australia, has mucked things up and has lit people down. I'm not here to defend the indefensible. So when you get tried, when you get brought up to trial, are you going to say not guilty? Because that's you defending the indefensible if you say not guilty. Come home, Cardinal Pell. Fuck you. Man, I just... I didn't I, mention I, credit. I... I <laughs> there's no words for this because... No, he's a disgusting fucking monster that really we should lock away forever because yeah. not only because he has uh potentially been an abuser himself, probably, uh, but has also allowed enabled. the yeah. abuse to continue. Yeah, he's enabled the abuse and has done so systemically. He has fostered a system of child abuse, and I don't think that he's actually morally opposed to the child abuse at all. No, because you know it Catholics love their uh their suffering. Catholics love the suffering. Catholics love the suffering. Lots of Christians do. Bring so you know, closer to God. Me, and that's me actually true. Abusing this child, you know that that's suffering. That that's going to teach him a lot for life. You know that's great. <laughs> Fucking actually, ah. no. I mean, it is true that those who are suffering, those who are who are vulnerable and in need of the most help, yeah, um, are preyed upon by religion, which offers. The least help. So run kicking and screaming from the Catholic Church if you haven't done so already. Ooh. Or if you're a person that's They're listening, fired. if you're a person that's listening to this and you still are a member of quote, the church, please let me know because I would love to have a dialogue with you because I 
I don't see how you can prop up this organization any longer. I don't know how you can let any of your money or your time go into this organization that has a 7% of Catholic priests accused of sexually abusing children. And that's What's just in Australia. Accused? That's just in Australia. And that's just the accused. Central America, South America, are. I'm, I'm certain the numbers are a lot worse because they get away with it. Yep. It's like when I went to go visit Mexico for a vacation one time and I went to a local like a uh, play kind of thing and they they venerated the fact that the Catholic Church came in and took over all these countries. It's like, oh, this is gross. This is real gross. <laughs> let's just let's just celebrate the destruction of the Mayan people because Catholics. Ugh, gross. I shall give these laws unto thy people. Hear me. Oh, hear me. All pay heed. The Lord, the Lord Jehovah, has given unto you these fifteen. Ten, ten commandments for all to obey. When Arkansas started flirting with the idea of placing a Ten Commandments monument on government property, we thankfully had folks like the Satanic Temple, among other secular allies in that community, come out and warn Rapert that the legislators, that this was a very, very bad idea. I find it ironic uh, that in this week where we celebrate our country's independence from a nation that had a state-sponsored church, that would be trying nearly 250 years later to go down the same route that we fought against. Like it or not, Christians, this is a secular country, and it's the only way this nation of immigrants could ever work. This nation as a whole doesn't really do the whole single-minded thing very well. Shit, the one that all one has to look at is the different forks of Christianity, and I'm including the Mormons in this because even they have split at least two times that I can recall, and they're barely over 100 years old themselves. Never mind how many times Christians have split into seemingly infinite factions over simple matters of doctrine that started way back with like the Council of Nicaea. There will never be a single unified message that could ever run this entire country. The Calvinists don't believe what the Catholics believe. The Mormons think that the J-dubs are fucking crazy while believing that Native Americans had steel and horses in a time where that type of thing just didn't exist here in North America. My point being is that people think that they have the one true religion and would love to see their system in power, not realizing that to their neighbor, their beliefs are, are an insanity and they won't fit. Which is why I bring up today the stupid as hell Ten Commandments monument. Not just any Ten Commandments monument, but one that was modeled exactly after the old-styled, hand-carved ones that Cecil B. DeMille had erected across the country during his promotional period for the movie of the same name. It was a fucking PR stunt that has gone completely awry, and they continue to get away with it. Some might question the raging boner that atheists get when something like this happens, lady boners obviously included. And it stems from the fact that we have the right idea, that people can't claim dominion of thought or actions over one another in a country that's based on freedom. I laugh because at the time of me writing this rant, I've learned that the Arkansas Ten Commandments monument was knocked over via vehicle of a true believing Christian that cried freedom as he ran into it. However, all you'll hear, hear from the opposition is that there's no way that a Christian did this. It had to be the work of a Satan-loving individual who is hell-bent on making sure that all Christians are personally wrapped and whipped with a cat in nine tails. 
Well, that's enough to garner a, a huge giggle for me because the guy who did it was the same one who knocked over the one in Oklahoma about three or four years ago. Same dude, no lie. Listen, even I agree that knocking over monuments is not the way to get your point across. However, when it's a supposed member of your own flock who's a serial offender, you might want to take some of that into consideration next time. I mean, I'm just saying. The group that spent oodles of dollars to put this up has already said they're going to build another one. And from what I've read, they've received a huge check from the people that made the God's Not Dead movies. Go figure. Uh, you know, instead of actually feeding and clothing the homeless like Jesus wanted them to do, you know, the message is more important like a dog proving he's an alpha male by humping everything in sight. That is that they express their Christian privilege all across the United States by putting up this sham of a moral code that doesn't address a huge chunk of what counts as immoral in our time, such as slavery. In their best efforts to cluck to one another how much they love God and Jesus more than this guy over here, and they've set themselves up for yet another costly legal battle that they'll probably lose, and they'll have to pay more to have it removed, and eventually end up with another black eye that should remind them that, hey, asshole, this is America, land of the free, home of the brave, not land of the Christian, home of Jesus. If you want to have your monument, your God, your religion, go ahead and have it. But when you start telling others using our taxpayer money, you know, everyone's money to promote one religion over another, that's when we'll continually have this problem. And the only way for them to learn is costly and Sisyphean in nature. The good news is that the American Taliban won't last forever. One day, hopefully sooner rather than later, uh, people will start giving a shit about things that are more important than counting the imaginary gold bars they'll have in the hereafter. They'll start worrying about each other, actually start showing some real compassion for the marginalized in our society, learn about other cultures without needlessly appropriating them, and being decent fucking human beings, because all I'm seeing right now are a bunch of trolls that are having the hardest time letting go of their privilege. That does it for this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the three episodes that we put out each week. Uh, the next one coming up will be on Friday, and that's going to be an older patron show that we have out there. Uh, before we wrap this up, I have to uh, give the biggest thanks to all the amazing patrons who support us each month and keep the show going. And in no particular order, we have Janet Uter, Angelica Pearson, Marissa Alexa McCool, uh, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Jeff Peterson, Michael Stevens, Stephen Andrus, and Rosabelle Howden. If you too feel like you want to support us financially for all the hard work that's done each week, please feel free to go to patreon.com slash Outcast for more details. Uh, we do only charge months monthly, so that's a little bit different than other people that charge you per episode. So, uh, yeah, you get your money's worth no matter which way you look at it. Uh, if you're broke or you just don't want to leave a paper trail of anything, uh, you can leave us a quick review or subscribe on whatever you catch us on. Uh, it helps us out a ton and make sure we give you guys your due praise once we see so. Uh, also, don't forget to join our Utah Outcast discussion group that we got set up on Facebook. The links are going to be in the show notes. Uh, that's about the easiest way to get a hold of everybody from the show. They're on Facebook more than anything. I know Kyle and I are on Twitter quite a lot. You can hit us up at Utah Outcaster at Kyle J. Steenblick. Anyway, so with that, it's time to bring episode 106 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Feeling 
He sounds like he's chafing you. He it is, feels he's, like he's chafing. Definitely he is chafing a, me. a chafing kind of personality because he's been the sand in my vagina for like however many years that he's been around. Oh, <laughs> Fucking asshole. 
Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.